I didn't even know if that Patrick. That is gross, Jason. I didn't even know if Patrick was in the city, in the state. I was just telling him just to, you know, to, Put it in. to be like, hey, friend, I'm giving blood today. <laughs> Do with that with it's what you will. It's a good day to give blood, buddy. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer, Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT. Recorded live from an undisclosed underground bunker, definitely not in Lithuania, here are your hosts, Cole Street, Jason Chisholm, Shelby, that's really her name, Street, and Indy City Football Live. <laughs> Here we are at uh, Behringer's this week recording. Um, who knows what episode this is at this point? I don't know. I write it in an every episode. Week. I never, I never keep track. We're recording hey, an episode. We're talking about week seven. Going to be re- previewing week eight. Carrie, what is Indy City Football? Indy City Football is an adult neighborhood rec league soccer league. Um, with a good citizenship twist. 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 You can also earn points, not just from winning, but by attending after parties that are generous sponsors, like where we are right now, Behringer's. Um, you can also get points for volunteering, for using responsible transit, and for donating blood. Which I did this weekend. Oh, hey. good job. Look, I still got the bruise. Gross. No one wants to see that. You do your double... I did power red. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if that counts as double this year or not, but... It's no, you it's give two bags, it's two bags, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I give. I, give I, I think a, it should count as two. It's wow. the double. I get the plasma also, though, put back in. Everything gets cold. It's like a weird cold sensation on the back of your commitment. neck. You guys, I, I will throw up if we keep talking about it. I'm not joking. <laughs> so then we put the mustard. Oh, there's a cat outside. Is it Gumball? I don't know. It's all black, so maybe. But Gumball I has some Gumball, white on her face. Yeah. His face. His face. Someone will look, please. Uh, there's a sign over here. I know. Gumball is Behringer's cat, correct? Well, it belongs to a neighbor, but, and I'm only saying it oh, because nice. I can't remember if I'm assuming this is Gumball, Gumball is a boy table. or a girl. Gumball uh, likes to hang out and what just come to the bar. Some, what's he doing? We're checking to see if it's Gumball outside. Oh. Here's a reference picture. Can't remember. Table. There's no one on this podcast interested in cats, is there? There's a few people. It is gumball. I've never oh, confirmation confirmed. Problem okay. is, I've never given a single shit about a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Not one single shit. No, 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 I take that back. It was, it was. I was at my cousin's house, and it was in the winter. I saw something swimming in a frozen, like, creek. It was a cat. Pulled it out. Put it next to a heater. Dried it and then gave it to my sister, and I was like, "You take care of this thing." <laughs> Is that the cat that she kept? Um, Literally named cat. I was afraid you were going to say you're going to put it life. back in. The it frozen might creek. be cat. Oh. No, I don't I say, know. That seems like Cole will text his recent. sister, and we will get a confirmation. No, it's my sister's cat. That's not it's, cat. We were at my aunt's, so it was my cousin has the cat. Okay. We ready to talk about some leagues too? I guess we should probably. It is a soccer podcast, allegedly. Is it? Seems like it. I feel like we talk more about beer, Cats, hot dogs, blood. and NASCAR. What we beer, talk about blood a surprising amount. Oh, uh, we're drinking. I, I, I have f- added NASCAR into the uh, agenda Thank this God. week. So. We're drinking Thank the official God. beer of the Southside, potential future sponsor to the podcast and the league, Bush Light. Bush. And we, once again, we're at Behringer's Tavern. 
Proud sponsor of Southside Soccer Club on Meridian. If you haven't been here, you got to check it out. Yeah. But we also have another who, after party coming up here September 8th. There we go. Yep. And who's the sponsor of the podcast? Our generous sponsor, Turketti's, which we'll get into more later. There's a potential for an event there this weekend. Yeah. Not if potential. You're interested. There is an event this weekend. Are we well, if you want to potentially go, which you should. We're going to record this weekend. Should we record? You're missing both you're miss, streets. You're missing both weekend. streets again, but that's fine. What time? The I have an adult Olympics from three to six. One that you're missing? If we record on Saturday instead of Monday? Oh, we'd miss both. We wouldn't record both days. We we'd would miss just... either. Okay. Oh, you you could just knock out the if Saturday and get a bunch Saturday. of people there. Yeah, I would love that. Let's record on Saturday. Make it easier. You know, oh, man. Us. Bachelor Monday just got a whole lot more interesting. You can uh, give us a call if something, if you really need some street insight. We always want some street insight. On Saturday? There's got to be a good I will have none because I'm leaving town tomorrow, so I will not play in the games this week, so I will know nothing. There's got to be a, a good segment okay. name in here. Like Step up on to the, streets, the streets. Or Word on the street. <laughs> oh. It's oh, so easy. So much it better than so mine. easy. Okay. Yeah. League got, two. League two. We're going to league two scores. Uh, Begrudgingly moving to soccer news. Begrudgingly, we're talking about soccer. Cole looks like he is sitting on the edge of his stool wanting to give these Only scores. Only three legs. Three of the four legs are attached, oh. so I'm always on the edge <laughs> of trying to keep it <laughs> on the ground. Uh, I'll start off. Um, the week seven scores, 630. We have Irvington FC three, Sporting Rat River one. Uh, Sporting White River was playing down a person again, um, but it was a much closer game than we would have like originally thought for 11 matchup, I believe, going into that game. Um, and uh, Sporting White River kept it close. I was going to be refing that game until I had to move. Um, I know the start of it, White River was down, but I repped them previous week. Very good team. They're a very good team. And, and they, uh, Irvington, I talked to them because I explained to them like they were down and what we were going to do. And I know Irvington said they were hoping for a forfeit because they were tired. Oh, I wonder if they're playing. Are they playing in other leagues? I'm not sure. And I just think they've had a very grueling schedule and a week, week off would have been good. Whoever's so. playing them next week sure sounds lucky. <laughs> well, I think they got It's Garfield. Uh, but Sporting River scored a late PK in this game mm-hmm. to bring it to 3-1. Oh. Nice. Uh, that's, there hasn't been many PKs this year, so that was interesting to see. Because my game, the game that I refed at 6.30, ended on time, the only one. So I was able to go over and still see the end of that game. So that was nice. Congratulations. You Thank can you. keep score or keep time. Um, what was the PK for? Was it like... Foul in the box. So was there a... Because this is where Indy City football gets weird. Was there a wall, no wall? No, no, no. Penalty kick. There was a foul in the box. It was an actual penalty kick. Actual penalty kick. All right. We do use that term fast and loose. Do we? That's, I call that free. Those are free kicks. Well, well, I don't know that word. Where are we getting <laughs> so much feedback from? Someone's like in an Airstream or no, something. No, it's the Dyson hand dryer in the bathroom. Wow. No, it's about no, to end. It's, it's literally the bathroom. It just ended. Dang. Guys, I know that sound. I pee her a lot. Like, <laughs> I just right. wasn't expecting it to come through the microphones yeah. so clearly. Yeah, we're not like in the bathroom, but all right, might as well be. That tells you the power of the Dyson hand dryer, though, really, when you think about Have it. Have you seen how disgusting hand dryers are, though? Yeah. All right, <laughs> and the next game at 6.30, Bates Hendricks 5, Real West 1. Um, Bates Hendricks 
got this win, moved into alone at first place. No, we're not going into first tiebreaker in this situation now after other results. Um, Real West, back to their old self, which means they're going to show up this week and dominate the Compass Cup. That's what they go for. That's what they're trying to win. I think, my theory is, they lost the trophy last year, and they're embarrassed, so they just win it again. They won't have to worry about finding the trophy. Nice. <laughs> for them. Um, but big result for Bates. I think Real West, after their massive win against Old North in the first round of the Compass Cup, we were kind of looking at them. Okay, is this team about to make another run, or were they mm-hmm. about to just like turn it on like they did last year and go to the finals? of League Two, they absolutely still can. They could. Um, but but they didn't, didn't show up. Now, this. So. Yep, they didn't really show up to this game as we kind of would have expected after the last week's result. Um, but good for Bates. Bates is a tough team. That was a team that Southside played week one. Not the best way to, like, just see where you are regular season. No. <laughs> it's a team that uh, they're very good. Very they good. Um, And they're mostly returning. They played together. It felt like a team... When we played Bates at the beginning of the season, it felt like a team that had already been through a preseason and we were, mm-hmm. this is our first game of the preseason. Yeah. Um, they were just together. So I think they're just continuing that. So they're getting to like that end of season form quicker than a lot of other teams. So Bates, great team in first in League Two. Um, and then we had MKU, four, Near East United, zero. Um, this is the game I did move to. Okay, so tell us a little about um, this game. Near East is a new team, new players, uh, chaotic. Um, they are the most chaotic team I think I've ever seen play. <laughs> they are all over the place. It's like it's like watching like a kids. There's like where they ten just the ball. energy for everybody. Oh, nice! And like four and five, all your other skills. They also uh, had, like, one or two new players this most recent week, too. Mm-hmm. So that was their first game was playing against MKU. Yeah, and you, 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 there's going to be gelling there. And I think a um, couple years playing together, growing together, they're going to become a good team. They just need to figure, it, figure out where everyone needs to be. Um, new players, work them into the system. I mean, they have the, mm-hmm. a good rapport with everybody else they know where everyone's going to be they they're just it, every goal attempt they had was from a fast break like every single one was like one or two on one or two i mean it, it was never set pieces here or there let's work it in and move it back and forth it was you got it let's go run as fast as you can I think uh, we'll have a chance to ask some more questions specifically about Near East United. Uh, Case Calvert, who is a non-playing team member, is going to join us next week uh, on the pod. Uh, and he has promised to give us some insight into uh, Near East. Uh, I think actually it's, it's, it's uh, important to remember that we had six expansion teams uh, and Near East is having what is closer to a, like a natural sports expansion couple years. It's the unusual ones are actually the other teams who have like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, Hawville <laughs> and Intermonon are both expansion teams that shouldn't be experiencing as much much success. So, uh, you know, good, good on you, lucky uh, experience. But uh, it's always tough when you have a new team sure. enter any league at any level of For sport. Sure. 
so I have definitely gotten the chance to talk to a couple uh, Near East uh, folks and uh, encourage them to think through the long long view and and uh, pointed them to to Irvington as a, a great example of a team that sure. like had some rough years and and has really done some good good work. So that wraps up the six thirty League Two scores. Uh, on to seven thirty, we had. Massive. Uh, Seven thirty was full of upsets. Sure was. Uh, I think all three games were. Can an confirm, upset. I was upset. You were. <laughs> we were. The first one, Found Square, four, Intermonon, two. Wow. Did not see this one coming. No, no one did. I mean, I know we even talked in length. Molly wasn't there. We got. I got accused of bashing on uh, Found Square when I never would. I mean, that's my would original never do team. That. I even told Found Square that I'd rather bash on RFP over. I was like, it's yeah. Fletcher Place. It's a real neighborhood. And it, got well, to get over it. maybe. Um, <laughs> so I was the referee on this game. Uh, and I, I have to say, like, it was the epitome of, like, a good Indy City football game. Uh, both teams are excellent when it comes to spreading the ball around passing. Um, Found Square did make sure to to t- tell us to make sure that <laughs> they uh, they can play even when Molly's not around. Uh, and they did. And they did. To be fair, we have mostly uh, uh, talked about Molly. Uh, because extensively, yeah. Extensively because two of us got our ass whipped <laughs> when she, on Garfield AC. Uh, but Found Square played just a glorious uh, game. Two, both teams really played a great game of, of small ball. Uh, and in some ways, uh, you know, it seemed like Sun was a factor, um, ultimately, uh, in that first half. So the Sun is very difficult, I think, at those seven thirty games on yep. field two, yeah. specifically. You mean the or field? Side. Yeah, you knew what I meant. The four <laughs> through six. Yeah, <laughs> on field two only, not the others. <laughs> big big win for Fountain Square, though. Big win. They are right in the thick of it for the promotion conversation. Yeah, and they should be. I think they've really they're, they're destroyed some other teams. They're and great team. They're great, even with or without Molly. Still love you, Molly, like, even though I don't know you. I was just saying, you. like, as a team, they're, they're just solid. They can have a few people miss, and they're still solid. Um, so very, very – that was a big result. Um, and I want to apologize to Intermonon because I think I said a few weeks ago – there's a 75% chance that they get promoted. And since then, they've lost two games and are now out of the top three. So I do apologize. Um, that is a little bit of a color commentator curse, so I apologize. Um, but you still have many opportunities to turn it around. Um, then the next game, the next upset at 7.30, we have Garfield AC 3, Old North United 1. I wasn't there. I was playing. Tell me about this game. I was not there also because I was in Chicago, but I was receiving a lot of live texts from both my team and other observers. Um, as you know, like two games, three games ago, really, we started trying to implement like a 3-3-1 system with... You should, beep. You shouldn't tell people that. Beep. All right. It's fine. Um, but we're also trying to really um, kind of work out some of the kinks with how we do substitutions. And that's starting to really pay dividends, I think. We looked, we lost last week, but we looked so much better 
Um, I think and you lost against Bates last week, I believe, yeah. right? That's the yeah. T- number They're one so good. And we still like, it was tied going into the second half last week. Yep. Like, um, but I think that from what I've heard this game, um, <laughs> Jordan and Cole have differing viewpoints. No, no, in the, the most literal now. sense. We're in the same viewpoint now. Um, David David Higgins, former captain of our team, uh, former manager of our team, one of our many jolly bald guys. Um, he missed a header that Jordan said from his viewpoint looked like it was almost in or in. Jordan said it was look at hey, least fifty percent over the line, I, and I, I said that's not a goal. I am I'm happy to admit when I'm wrong. Uh, Cole, uh, like like he was flopping his hand on the table. Uh, flopping bro- something. <laughs> <laughs> Showed me uh, the rule, which I had misapplied. So uh, I was wrong. I'd like, uh, I'd like, wait, wait, what, like everyone what to know. What was the rule we were talking about? Basically, there was a header that bounced off the crossbar. There was a header that bounced off the crossbar. It went over, and it, and the majority of the ball was across the line. But as I uh, have been educated mm-hmm. correctly, mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to all the two people who have ref their, their games, like, much like in tennis, the ball has to be entirely across the line <clears throat> for it to count uh, as a goal. And so I would have incorrectly marked that uh, correct. Uh, people people yeah, would have been so livid. Feel, feel free to shave me. Shame me. Shave uh, me. But, <laughs> no, it was a, shave me, not please. Not much left there to <laughs> shave, buddy. It was, I mean, that just shows like you scored three. Three to um, one. But you... Almost scored another. Like well, and here's more insight really too. Competitive here. Um, Greg Fields, new member of our team, lives in Garfield Park, is a great dude. He had quote unquote a perfect goal from a penalty kick at the end of the game. Oh, he in, scored a penalty. Yeah, and it, when you said there's not that many, I was like, well, wait. Um, we had a lot of great teamwork, and Bailey, who's another new team member um, on our team, who scored a goal last game. He had two really close almost goals in this game. So we're starting to gel a little more. We're starting to see some of our players who are newer become more standout players. Greg also had a goal in the last game, if I remember correctly, but who knows, because I was not paying that close of attention. Um, but I do think we're starting to like really get it together in the most delightful way. I was walking down the baseline of that game, <clears throat> saw David head it, hit the top bar, nowhere near winning in. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. David, I don't think you listen, but I'm proud of you, <clears throat> bud. You almost had a header. And then the last game, League Two, at 7.30, we had Old Speedway City, two. Southside Soccer Club, one. Um, This was a very close game. Um, Old Speedway City scored like two minutes into the game, like a chip from like the right wing, like not close to the box, but just like chipped it over everybody into the side netting back post. Great goal. No one really on our team could get to it. We weren't really expecting a shot from over there, I think, which is Who would? part of it. So, But great goal from from a Was it Little Biscuit? Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> Was then, it your guy on UKG? Nope. No, I still think he's goalless. He's goalless. But <laughs> then we, um, we scored at, like, right before half. Went to half 1-1. Um, very competitive game from that point forward. Um, it did get a little chippy, and I think the blame is on myself. Um, as a manager, I'm supposed to kind of keep it ICF, keep it chill. Um, I did get angry at a decision that was made by my friend, and I escalated the Your situation. Your friend being the referee, yep. like not just a guy. Right. 
Cody, telling you Cole what's called what. you a friend. Um, <laughs> and uh, once I think everyone knows this year, like especially if the game's one one, once the tensions get raised, they they're not coming back down until the end of the game. So you're going to blows right. at that point. No, <laughs> it was um, that was something that I made a mistake. So. I think there was a couple people on Speedway that felt that it was a little bit more competitive than it should be, so I do apologize to them. I did send a message to their manager kind of to asking him to apologize to the team for me because you shouldn't expect that from another manager or someone part of the podcast or league office, so I do apologize to them. I think that brings up a, a good point about you know what it means to be Indy City football. You know, like life isn't perfect, right? Uh, and we are Speak playing for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are playing a game uh, that is a contact sport, and we are playing a game where all of our cortisol and our adrenaline goes up. Uh, and I think it's important to to remember that, like you know, mistakes and conflict will happen. It's really what matters most is is how we deal with it afterwards. Um, so, uh, only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Maybe one of the few shows where several dudes are apologizing for uh, being wrong in a row. So <laughs> thanks for that, Cole. I appreciate you. Should we just have Jason, like a penance corner? Say? Yeah. What Does anyone else want to apologize or anything? Speedway did come to me upset that I didn't rep their game. Um, so I'm sorry, Speedway. <laughs> I'm happy I did not rep that game. Oh, that would have been. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, glad. I, it, was, it got really contested at the end. Um, do feel bad for this but like cody was so defensive at the end of the game as soon as the whistle blew i was done like it like all the competition leaves my body and i went over to like hug him at the end and he was like getting defensive about a call and i was like cody it's all good uh, <laughs> the game's over i'm not upset. i'm not mad anymore um but great win from speedway moved to 10 points um this wow. team that what forfeited week one and now are tied for fifth place in league two it's incredible. That's uh, not only impressive on the soccer field, but uh, they approached me at the after party at a tap room, uh, specifically about the podcast, because they wanted to know the identity of Little Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody on the team knew who Little Biscuit the was. The mysterious Little Biscuit. There's only one person on that team that's fast. <laughs> hey, I mean, like, 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 no, like. Well, congratulations! You just pissed off the whole team again, no, Cody. There's something that you need to know about Steve Demon. Almost all men look pretty similar to me. Like something <laughs> broken with my brain, and I could not have picked him out of a lineup. But Cole knew. Cole well, knew exactly well, who Little Biscuit was. Said, like, he's one of the fastest people I've ever seen. Sure. There was one, one person like, that fit that description. When you see him, you'll know. <laughs> right. And, right. So Zippy. Him, yep. We should call him Zippy Biscuit instead. Zippy Biscuit. I was reminded that we did. I well, we I referred to someone on Atletico Pogues Run last year as a little biscuit. I know exactly who you're talking about there too. <laughs> I, know, I know that oh, guy. That yeah. guy I could pull pull out of the lineup because he. Could you that that guy looks a lot more like a stereotypical person? Well, than I know, but Speedway. it's because of the height of the shorts worn, like the height. He wears his shorts pretty high, guys, like above belly button. Which biscuit? The Which APR biscuit. biscuit. High waisted biscuit. <laughs> High waisted biscuit. High waisted and low biscuit. Do we want to get on to next week's schedule? We gotta get off this biscuit Let's have some biscuits and roll on next week. Wait, before we before we get there, after the league, after the results, I want to say League Two is so competitive right now. The team in first place, Bates Hendricks, has 15 points. 
and the team in eighth eighth place has nine points. Ready? And then there's a team in ninth who has seven. Yep. It's, that's you. it's Sorry. us. <laughs> uh, but Meridian Kessler is sitting on the line, like the promotion line, currently leading um, Intermonon based on goal differential, tied at 12 points. But in the team in eighth place has nine points, only three, three points back from promotion. So there are realistically nine teams right now. And I'm going to add in Garfield. I know they're not at that nine point. They're not three points out of there. But the way that they've been playing the last two weeks, I think that they've a few results here down at the end can give them an opportunity to, um, you know, if they win a couple results, go their way, they're definitely going to be in this promotion conversation at the end of the year. Oh, we're not really interested in them. Um, No, thank you. No thanks on the promotion. Unfortunately, I think that's going to happen. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You should stop the formation. Go back, <laughs> to, go back to sub whenever you want, and you'll for sure go down. Sub whenever you want, wherever you want, and the person coming out may not tell you what position they were exactly. playing. Um, okay, so next week's uh, week eight schedule for League Two, we have uh, the number three ranked Meridian Kessler United against number six, but so hot right now, Old Speedway City. I'm going to be watching that game. That's impressive. It's, that's going to be a great game to watch. Also, that bright yellow versus a rich orange. You can't take your eyes off of it. It'll be visible for sure. Number. It, it would be like both colors you could go hunting with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. A game you can hunt for. We've got the uh, number eight ranked Old North United on a bit of a slip lately against the number five ranked, ranked, hot sometimes, hot not, who knows, Wrong. playing for the Compass Cup, Southside Soccer Club, an eight to five matchup. That'll be good. You guys can, you guys, you'll be fine. I'm I think- so excited for the team. I'm nervous for the team. I'm going to be at thousands of miles away. I don't uh, Once yeah. again, I have no concept of Maybe. geography. Are you going to be on Mars? No. Okay. Maybe. Hundreds? She's in <laughs> Carolina. One of the Carolinas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is, this is the game that I believe... Actually, I, I got to volunteer this weekend on Saturday with Matt Maples um, and some of the other folks at Old North... <laughs> Um, we kind of talked about this game. I think it's a game that we both circled on our calendar at the beginning of the season as one we wanted to look out for. Agreed. We played each other last year, and it was a 1-0 game. How many games in Indy City are 1-0? So that was really close. I believe Jordan was having a heart attack because this was shortly after Shelby got her tattoo, and uh, there was the question of would a tattoo goal happen or not. Uh, it did not happen. It was not needed. But Jordan was worried that we were going to try to cash it in because Old North had persistent I, chances there at the very end of that Carly game. keeps telling me to stop making joke promises on the podcast. Well, here's what I would say. is like We're pretty light on the tattoo bed at this point in the season. We are light. There's no more tattoo bed. Shelby followed through, and I didn't get a yellow card this week for yelling at Cody, and that's... That's the, that's what we, the we may be light on the tattoo bet, but we still have a podcast episode at former Garfield AC Martin Kuntz uh, oh, yeah. artist studio in the pocket. We can we can go anytime. It needs to be after we give blood with the Red Cross in the last week of the regular season. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And and also, um, 
Should my first tattoo be one that says Shelby Street on it? Hey. <laughs> As an apology? <laughs> to, match, to match mine. Buddy tats. <laughs> I still don't want one. Should I just tats. encourage all my friends to get Shelby tattoo? Street tattoos? Uh, yes, you absolutely <laughs> should. You're not my friend until you have a Shelby Street tattoo, <laughs> damn it. It's different on pale people. Shelby's pale. Um, we've also got my own team, Garfield AC, currently ranked ninth. Not so shabby. Um, against the number two Irvington FC. Whew. Am I Irvington a little worried for that game? Very good. They are very good, and I think it'll be a really nice test. I'm glad you didn't play them while we were still kind of working out some kinks in our system. Um, but we'll see. Might have to wear my Ted Lasso looking uh, sports suit to the game, and I don't know, guys. I don't know. They're good. They're I think very you're going to have a good time, but I, I think you guys could pull off another result here. Thank you. I, th- I really appreciate that. Um, we have number 12, Near East United, against number 10, Real West. Also for the Compass Cup, I think this should be a really good game. Real West is a Compass Cup only team. They're going to show up <laughs> and they're going to just. They're going to they're gonna look like a team that could win League One. Yeah. And you're going to be like, that team is unreal. And then the next week, they're going to show up and be like, who are they? Um, I'm, I know you guys listen, so prove me wrong. Play, and I feel bad. Play well, two game, two, play well two weeks in a row. I feel bad knowing that people listen for these two teams because I have had so much confusion for some reason this season distinguishing between the two. Like, in my mind, I cannot keep them apart. Huh. And I think that one of the reasons... You mean East and West? Yeah. yeah they're pretty far. It's as brown. far as... I know, but the black and the brown, it. and it's yeah. like the vibes. I guess, like, I'm almost always thinking of Real West when I should be thinking of New East. I don't know. Huh. I'm sorry, guys. I will be watching your game, so give me something to help me remember you, please. Um, we have number 10, FC Fountain Square, against 11, Sporting White River. I think if Sporting White River Wait. shows up, Ooh, 11. What's going on here? 7 and 11. What? You said 10. I it's said 7 10. 11. It's 11. It was close enough. Bound Square is only 7? Yeah. Yeah. That's Dude. how, that's how I know. close league. league 2 is. But that's why I believe even though those, these two teams are bottom half in their league, if Sporting White River shows up and has the people, this could be an insanely high-scoring game. It could be. Be a, it could be a really good game. I mean, Bound Square it, is really good. I mean, it's yeah. going to so be a fun game to watch. Because this could easily be an upset, and I'm using air quotes the best I can. Speaking of really fun games to watch, we've got number one, Bates Hendricks, against number four, Intermonon. Another 4-1 matchup we keep having. And it is, I think that this game is going to be nuts. I'm going to go on and say the winning, whoever wins this game is getting promoted. This is going to be one of the teams definitely. That gets promoted. Whoever wins this game is not getting, not staying in League Two. Whoever loses has Are a we, sh- shot at staying in League Two, but who's the? Uh, do we know who's refing that? Oh, um, you. one of the pro people. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's me. one of the. It's yeah. one of the people who has a professional life. <laughs> it's oh, a real referee, good. not you, Jason. No, I know it's not me. <laughs> I know it's not me. Very happy for that. So, I'm really looking forward to this. I think Intermonon started hot. They won four in a row, then they've lost two in a row. Bates. Uh, if you are a Bates Hendricks player and you're listening right now, give us a call. Tell us that upset that you remember oh, having. Take it back. Okay. This is a very interesting game. Bates only lost one game to Old North. This was the famous injury game. Built to win. 6-3. That's right. It was this the injury was the, game. This was the injury game. 
No, there was right. The the game did not end like didn't it didn't end at fifty two minutes. It ended early because yeah. of injuries. Yeah. Um, but it was still six three. It was six three. Yeah, it's uh, not like you ended it early and they so messed up a chance for them to win. You ended early. Yeah, this was the moment. This was the win that put Old North on the map. Okay, listen, Old North has three wins. They've beaten Bates and Irvington. They've beaten the top two teams in League One. Okay, they are really good yeah. when they're when they're there. I'm not sure like if they're someone's gonna actually, look really smart when they win the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this will be very interesting. Um, Intermonon won the first four games and has lost the last two. They have to try to right the ship, stay in this promotion relegation contention. Which is very, very competitive. Very competitive. You, every, if you want to, if you want to get promoted, you're gonna have to. You should be picking up points every week. Every point will matter. Every head-to-head is going to matter. If you play a team in the top eight, that head-to-head matchup could be what decides if you are getting promoted or not. Because that's the first tiebreaker, head-to-head. We haven't had many ties. Yeah, this is this is a very important game in that regard. So this is a massive oh, yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, not only from a points perspective, because Intermonon is currently in fourth outside on goal differential, but is tied with MKU with 12 points. Um, so I think it's just it's just a massive game. I think this is probably the biggest game in League Two this year. All right, we ready to move on to some League One talk? Let's do it. This is where majority of our listeners will disappear. Bye, in. Bye, in. So that means it's a perfect time for Jason to read the scores. First, week seven, the 630 game, we had Atletico Pogues run versus Broad Ripple City. It ended as a 2-2 draw. Cole, you ref the game. Talk about the flow. It was a great game. And um, not Tom's flow. <laughs> More on that later. Wow. Maybe never. Uh, but so Jesus. Tom will know. Tom love, listens, right? We love you, buddy. Um, not. <laughs> um, Pogue scored two high. early. Pogue scored two in the first. Um, oh, T-W-O early. <laughs> yeah, like scored yes. two goals early. I they was scored. like, what does that mean, too they had, early? <laughs> they had two goals scored in the first 10 minutes of the game. And then Broad, it was, two, it was uh, I think Broad Ripple scored one late in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then Broad Ripple is basically on the attack the whole second half. Um, and we're able to score one late, like very late. Like to the point where I said, I looked at my watch, I was like, we have two minutes left in this game. Um, these, and then I'm blowing the whistle. These two teams have had quite a history. I know they played multiple times last year. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. It was several weeks in a row sometimes. Yeah, no, they, this, these two teams have a deep history. And I, it's I, I a history of late goals to too. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, something that we need to keep a little bit better track of, I think. Um, our second 6.30 game was AC Mile Square over Upper Downtown FC, 4-1. to one. Our third game was Riverside City over Real Fletcher Place, 4-0. And um, honestly, for a real Fletcher Place, that's a very good, low-scoring game. I know they didn't score any, but they held Riverside City to only four points. Riverside City... As far as I know, is the last um, undefeated team correct? That is correct. Thought so. No, they're the last team that hasn't 
That's one every game. Yeah, okay. We're, yeah. I'm right. getting into semantics here because she's about to say the Hawks didn't go undefeated that uh, season when they, the lockout season. They tied a lot of games. I think it's games. really cool that you think that I devote any of my brain space to thinking about the Blackhawks because <laughs> I can assure you that I do not, and I just came back from Chicago. Well, I'm just saying I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. For sure. There's t- you, if you, unless you lost, you're not undefeated. You're, you true. are unless you lose, Havel you are is, undefeated. Havel is still undefeated. We yeah. are. So it's a good good result for Fletcher Place. I know they were. They scored you know, one late. I think it was like. It was very close at half, maybe like one or two. I know talking to them after the game, they were not – obviously they weren't happy that they had lost, but they were very happy with the fact that they only had such few goals against them. Um, they held Riverside City by far the best um, offensive team in the league right now to only four goals. Um, just kind of give you an idea, that's the 54th goal scored this year – for Riverside City. Holy S-H-I-T. In seven games. Well, they hit yep. triple digits. <gasps> no, no, no. I vote yes. I mean, at this rate, Who yeah. in four no. playoffs? New bet. New, New bet. New bet. Before the playoffs. Yes. No, at this rate, they're not going to hit over. At this rate. At this rate, they would not hit over. triple unless they have an insane game. I think they're, There's they not, could. That's not happening again. Who do they nope. play this week? Riverside City. No, we're not jumping. Can we jump? Yeah, we can jump. We can, we can jump. go back. We can jump in League One. They're playing at Mapleton without their star. <laughs> well, I'm no, they're not yes. going to do I'm it. I'm raising my hand. They're no, going to triple digits. Then, then they go into the trippy Sporting Digis, here and Morton. Trippy Digis, Trippy Digis. They're not going to because then they go to Sporting here and Morton. I don't care. Hallville, Mass Ave, and then Upper Downtown. Yeah, season. they're not. They're, I feel dead inside. They're not. There's no way. Okay. It'd be this is a really cool them, if they did. Guess, I'd feel really bad for some other teams because that means that they're winning like 20-0. Well, Broad Ripple, they did beat 16 up. Well, that's anyway. what I'm saying. Like, they have to do stronger than what they've yeah. already done. Yeah. Stronger than yes. The today. 7.30 League One scores. First game, Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue United over Midtown, 7-1. to one. And you can check my agenda there. What did I write? Insights? Question mark. Nope. Before that, <laughs> I wrote the proper team name down. I know. I saw it. See? Sorry, I thought that was obvious because it was written. Well, yeah, it's written now. Insights? Question mark. Uh, did anybody watch this game? Seems like we no. all were there at six thirty. <laughs> um, second game: Martindale AFC over Mapleton FC seven two. Obviously, Whoa. I like to see this one for my preseason surprising. predictions. This was kind of surprising. They're missing Charlie. You can't just be Charlie, so focused on one you're your team player. Down. I have to watch one of their games to see how much Charlie. They're literally undefeated when he's there and defeat, only defeated when he's They've not. gotten smacked every time he's not been there. Yeah. The Haw- what, Sporting Heron Morton, they let in like 12. Yeah. This game, they let in eight. They let in. Yeah. So he's, this guy is not only scoring but playing defense too. Is he? I have to watch one of their games. Who is he? Should we have him on the pod? Should we have him play for the 11? Because they clearly can't score a damn goal. <laughs> Let's interview him on the pod. Charlie, if you're listening, we'd like to have you on the pod. Our, I'd like to have you go out for open tryouts, dude. Seriously. Yeah. You can score a damn goal. Our uh, last game of our now? 7.30. We had like 480 minutes without 11 yep. scoring or something. Yep. Like, I'll go in and play in Birkenstocks. Like, There's a running even a blind somewhere. nut finds a squirrel sometimes. <laughs> our, our last... 
League One game, Hallville CD over Sporting Heron Morton, four to two. Now, Jason, Woo! how good did that feel? You wanted them to lose, did you not? No, I said nobody wants no. Heron Morton to win. No, I definitely said I wanted them to beat him. Oh. I want all the teams up top to lose, but if they're playing each other, I want I wanted Jason to win. So I got to the okay. I got to the game a little late. I was refing the other side. Finally got over there, figured out what the score was. It was nil-nil, but found out Aaron Morton was playing a person down. The whole game? Whole game. Oh. Asterix. Well, There's an asterisk on I that would game. say asterisk up until the point where they had two different yellow cards Whoa. Um, throughout the game. And that both of their goals came within like the last five minutes. I'd like to remind everyone, uh, no reason, that uh, the number one rule in this game is don't be a jerk. And we would, uh, yeah, no, we... Just dominated the game, sounds like. Once, um... Could you give any insight into the uh, reason for those? Foot off the gas. We, we never did have a reason to. Um, they were really just leaving like one person back on D, and you could tell that they were gassed. Um, once their yellow came, their first yellow was against the keeper uh, for a handball way outside the box, which the ref... Deliberate? Was yeah. it the same ref we had last week? I'm not sure. The ref did say he should have given him a red card for that. That sounds a lot uh, like a red to me. Didn't you get a handball as goalie? Uh, by rule, it is a red card. He was trying to give... If it's a, deli- if it's a deliberate, it should uh-huh. be red. Yeah. I've gotten a yellow... No, I've, I've gotten a foul for a ball that came in like right on the edge of the box and I grabbed it oh. and they just got a free kick but like okay. I was like that was I our think we're on the uh, line. this is how they were down so he was playing midfield almost and trying to recover back through his hand out and handballed it yeah it's a red yeah so we got a yellow he went to go find uh, the commissioner who was refing a game at that point I believe so um, since it wasn't a vicious foul i went ahead pulled him aside i talked to him and then carly came over talked to him again uh, but we do have some questions about yellow which we're going to get into our commission sure thing um commissioner's corner here in a little bit not yet jordan i know he's ready to go now jordan grabbed the mic and like dusted off his sleeves and was like hey, well i was going to answer uh, answer this particular situation but it sounds like we have a segment set aside oh, so we have a whole segment i could, for I could be have patient you not looked at the run of show i did i did yeah <laughs> when have we ever followed an agenda we did. never that's what i'm <laughs> trying to do it every season but this one <laughs> does anyone want to read the league one table? so we did not even do the table for league two yeah we did no we did not Cole did. It wasn't like a full rundown. Well, so we, some is this teams standings or this is upcoming games? Standings. Just standings? The standings first, yeah. Okay. But it doesn't have to be the entire thing. It could just be the... Who, who has a chance to win? Yeah. Okay. So, League One, we have got five teams in double digits for points. So, Riverside City, top of the table, 18 points. Uh, only, like, truly undefeated team. Hallville right behind them with 16. You know, that one tie is hurting you. undefeated team right there. Whatever. Uh, and then here on Morton, real close behind with 15. Goes to 13 points, Martindale, and 12 points, Mapleton. From there, we've got two teams with nine points, Mass Ave United, a.k.a. Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue, and AC Mile Square. 
Real Fletcher Place with six, Pogues with four, and then our three teams in relegation zone are Upper Downtown FC with three points, Broad Ripple City with one, and Midtown with zero. Pogues jumped out. Yeah, yep. with yeah, Pogues. Pogues, Pogues jumped out. Jumped out of the... That one point, or... Yeah, one Russian point ahead. They put Upper Downtown Upper FC downtown right in, now. who won their very first game and have not had success since. Do you want me to do like a clearer league two standings? No, I did that. Okay. Week eight schedule, upcoming week eight. Um, you'll have the three eleven matchup, Sporting Heron Morton versus Broad Ripple City. Oh. <laughs> See, this is like where we could hit a hundo. You don't want Sporting Heron Morton hit a hundo? Oh no, I'm getting all my games confused. Sorry. Right. Yeah, they're they're it's fine. They're only at 25 goals right yeah, now. That would be sucking. Um, we have had some bush lights tonight, and that did make me confused for a minute. <laughs> we have the 7-6, or I'm sorry, 9-6 matchup between Atletico Pogues Run and Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue United. I honestly think that if Pogues Run catches the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue United on a bad day, they could win that game. If Pogues is dialed in and played the way that they played last season, they have a lot of returning players. They do. They have a couple who didn't come back because of injuries, but I think if they play their best game and the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue United plays maybe not their best game, that that could be a win for Pogues. It could be a sneak game. A if trap Pogue, game, yeah. If Pogues wins this game, I don't think that they're at risk of getting relegated anymore. No, I think they would be I think it's going to take seven or yeah. eight points just to stay out of relegation this year. Um, our 7.30 games include Riverside City and Mapleton FC. That's a 1-5 matchup. That's a big result, but Mapleton is playing without Charlie? Yes. Yeah. How do you uh, have this inside intel? They tell me. Oh. Just like out of the blue, like they just find you on the street and they're like, Jason, no, guess who's not going to be Passenger pigeon. They talk to me at the uh, front desk, so. Okay, cool. Um, so sorry, Mapleton, for giving away secrets, if that's what I'm doing. I feel like it is, but, you know. Hallville CD is taking on AC Mile Square. That's a 2-7 matchup. Uh, AC Mile Square has been really hot lately. They've been moving up the table. And I am refing this game. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Time, have time fun. Time to get a taste of my own medicine. Uh -huh. Number one, don't be a jerk. And then we have our 8-10 matchup between Real Fletcher Place and Upper Downtown FC. I think that could be a really close game. I mean, they're, they're, they can be. I mean, I know that's not great insight there, but <laughs> you're looking at Real Fletcher Place, who's needing a good result here, going up against a team that is also needing a good result. I mean, they played Riverside really well. We'll see how that kind of relates to uh, another team a little bit closer to them in the standings. Upper downtown gets a win here that really brings five teams into the relegation, and then it starts getting interesting. I can tell what you're rooting for. <laughs> I'm for sure. actually yeah. I'm no, not, I think I'm not rooting for that. But. You're sitting in a kind of aggressive stance, but I do realize it's because your chair only has three legs that touch the ground. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like rocking back and forth here. I, I think there's two teams who are set to be relegated will be that third team, which will be a very interesting. Uh, we'll see who at the end of the year, who that is. Yep. We're done with the league talk. We're done with league talk. We did. Finally. It. I know. Where's Shut the up. after party at this week? 
The after party is at... Half liter. Half liter. I was like, big lug, but not big lug. It's at half liter. You may remember from last year, it was probably our most fun party. It was a rain out. We did we live did so- drawing of playoffs. Yes. There's not a rain. There's no... What it's going it? to be hot. It was the band week. Oh. Band week. Yeah. We, we, we had not yet uh, uh, aligned All-Star Week with band week. It was just a, our week off, basically. What is band week? Well, so... Every every year because we go to band camp. Yeah, so I've been to band camp. I have lots of stories. I every year uh, that we've worked at the parks, there's been a week off oh. uh, for what is it? Like Circle City Classic? Is this the big band? Yeah, class? it's whatever. Oh, the, what, it, it's DCI. It's DCI. DCI. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So literally, <laughs> pushes up marching band class. Every every major uh, parks location is okay. basically pre-scheduled for mm-hmm. for that week. So. Uh, I think we just took that week off, and uh, but that was one of my favorite podcasts it ever. It was my we favorite podcast. Hung out ever. from Eddie uh, with Eddie from Big Leader. Adam Wren came on. It was like three hours. Uh, Cole got iced with, <laughs> which half liter does not have ice, so I didn't. You know, <laughs> Did that happened. <laughs> it, it was wild. It was remember. a good time. I don't Brought recall it that. I, I remember. I think you did. It was a good time. So. I know it's it's you know some of these like further ones away it can be a little tough to go to but I I promise it's worth it that food there is incredible the beer there is incredible the atmosphere it's such a fun place I love half liter I'm so sad I'm missing this and uh, speaking of incredible I want to shout out uh, to the pot squad uh, all all four of you guys uh, because we learned this week uh, (laughs) that somehow. On the on the days that uh, you guys launched the podcast, you break the top 100 U.S. soccer podcast yeah. on, on Apple. Was that last 87. Week? 80, 87. You were 87. I, uh, I have no idea how that happens. This is the most super niche uh, podcast of all time. But you guys. I think it tells you the market is oversaturated for <laughs> other soccer podcasts. <laughs> Clearly. But, Sorry, Liverpool. You don't need hey, 300 fan podcasts. You know, just just like we uh, we have an incredible open rate on our emails. We have a super engaged uh, league of people who give a shit that's about awesome. their neighborhoods, and that's awesome. So I just want to shout out all four of you guys uh, for your hard work. I, you know, Thanks, people don't know how much work goes into this. It sounds like we're just hanging out and having beer and eating, which we are. But uh, you know, are. Jason puts a bunch of, bunch yeah. of hours into the editing, and boy, uh, you guys put a bunch of hours into the prep <laughs> and watching the league. And I it's, have it's to just sometimes incredible. be almost late to watching The Bachelor. For this <laughs> Sacrifices are made to make this podcast happen. It so, is a labor of love. Look, I just wanted to I just wanted to spend uh, a minute of gratitude to all of you guys for the work that you do for for this uh, silly little podcast and. <laughs> How crazy is it that you you break the top 100? So. I'd like to say a challenge for our listeners: if each of you could get one person to listen to our podcast, yes, on Ooh, Apple TV 50? or on Apple specifically, we could hit the top 50 this season. Wow, it's uh, not unattainable. I will, I will figure out a way to like bulk order like a special t-shirt tank top, spe- wow. specifically tank top. <laughs> tank top for Carrie, a special. <laughs> thing of swag to give out specifically uh if if you guys can like screw with this <laughs> hilarious little little podcast ranking it's pretty funny i love that so yeah anyway you guys are awesome that's all i meant thank you Safe. thank you i don't remember if i told jordan this or carly 
Uh, but I accidentally let it slip in a one-on-one with my manager that I do a podcast. Yeah. And he immediately was like, oh, what's it called? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know the official title. It's like, we just talk about like soccer. It's like, it's very niche to Indianapolis. He lives in New Jersey. So I was like, it's like, nothing is going to be relevant to like what <laughs> Basically, please take do not it. listen. <laughs> and like, he kept asking, he's like, no, no, no. Like, what's it called? And I was like, oh, it's for my soccer league. He's like, oh, what soccer league? And I was like, oh, New City Football. And like, we kept going and then without me giving much information he was like oh icf live episode nine the power (laughs) (laughs) and i think he's like telling some of the other managers and other people on our team so thank you to uh ukg retail housing and food service sponsor (laughs) sponsor of ac miles Uh, I think I made it actually my fun fact. So we're having our on-site meeting in Charleston this week. And I think I made it my fun fact that I do a podcast. So I think in doing that, we might get some extra folks listening, which it should be like on Wednesday. So if we continue to put this out on Wednesday... I think we could hit time. I've sent it to my team several times and nobody cares. Oh, do you? Also, I, on every I, Tuesday listen, night. I don't, I don't have notifications on or anything. Cole just tells me when to listen to gotcha. it and we listen to it. I still haven't listened to last week's. Oh, you, what? I forgot to bring my headphones on my vacation. Shelby and I was, was last week the pickle on one. Apple. We, yeah. yeah, we specifically listened to it on Apple, even though we don't have <laughs> through Apple a, through devices. Through a web browser. Do you Just guys listen stats. to it together or separately? Because we could be doubling our separate, listens with you. Separate. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, you know, while we're just like shouting out uh, hilarious things, I thought it was funny to uh, hear Jason's uh, little <coughs> uh, flavor of editing uh, on the pickle song. Like for me, Guys, that's I like I haven't a, listened yet. I've heard about it. That's like a two or three second joke for me. And <laughs> Jason just went like out 50 30, seconds. 35 seconds. <laughs> no, it was 50 seconds. <laughs> I was at 50 seconds. It was almost a full minute long song. Absurdity. So. I got several text messages from people who I do know who listen that just said the pickle song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I thank you and also screw it's, you it's because Carly and I were singing it all day long. <laughs> I do have to say there have been a few episodes this season where I feel like there were moments with Jason's editing that were basically Peabody worthy. Like, What's that? It's an award for shows and things that I don't know much about, but I think he could win a Peabody. We need to find an Indianapolis-based podcast yeah. award or we just need to start that. I think my f- personal favorite was the outro where the music starts and then we cut back in and he goes, guys, that was only 46 minutes. And then we all start cheering. <laughs> I just felt like it was just like so wholesome, just like straight out of a I, sitcom or the, something. While we were finding the trophy at, or trying mm-hmm. to find the trophy at the Shorter's house, um, some of the, fa- the sh- not family feud. Oh my God. Oh, it was a supermarket sweep. sweep. <laughs> the supermarket sweep music cut over that was chef's kiss was this week six week seven we're already doing a podcast retrospective i (laughs) I got so much more in store maybe i don't know nostalgic people (laughs) and then i think the last team the last team to have a jersey ordered is official today oh and ac mile square is going to place an order for i believe it's 37 jerseys wow only one of them will be going to a player on ac mile square (laughs) Uh, but so these are all UKG people. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. We had someone email me from Australia. Nice. Asking if I'd be willing to ship it to him, and I said, "Yeah, just double the shipping cost. I'll I can't send it to you." There's another Australian that's like not your manager. She she lives in the U.S. This guy lives in Australia. Well, I'm saying like it's not like we have hundreds. 
her family or no, something. No, no, we have hundreds of Australians. And there is there is one <coughs> other team. I Do they listen them. to the podcast? Not that yet. could be our new we Lithuania. Gosh. Australia I mean, can be our new Lithuania. Think about all these people who do not play in the league are getting a UKG jersey that has Indy City football on That's it. dope. That's dope. Uh, speaking of Lithuania, <clears throat> whatever email I got sent that said, like, you've broken the top 100 uh, podcasts uh, also had some data around Lithuania, if you remember I last know, year. this is so depressing. I don't <laughs> want you to say it, but go on. I can, I can leave it out. We got to keep we ourselves honest. We have to keep ourselves honest. So we have joked for almost a full year now how we're like a top 100. Top 50. Top 50 podcast. Well, <laughs> in Lithuania. Uh, and I looked it up. We're, we're ranked 53. I'm sorry, 52. And there are 53 pod, soccer podcasts <laughs> in Lithuania. <laughs> so I don't know who the, who the hell is listening. We're definitely not ranked this someone year. Someone is, though. Not this year. I choose to believe it was Sabonis. It's just someone with, like, It's because Sabonis got oh, traded. 100%. 100%. It was all Sabonis. So, you know what happens. Somebody has their, like, uh, VPN on, on Lithuania is, is what's going on. So, Probably. anyway. Good times, good times. You guys, I just realized you I get have sponsored by a VPN company and then pick a random country <laughs> and discover the number one podcast. The only neighborhood soccer podcast about neighborhood soccer in Indianapolis, sponsored by the VPN company in Malaysia. Malaysia. I could do like this is bad. I did a bad job there. I'm distracted, you guys, because I just realized I only have an hour to do my bachelor bracket. Thinking like Eastern European or mm-hmm. African. Oh yeah. Go be one of the best podcast, top podcasts there. A good Chad. I was literally oh, yeah. just thinking Chad just for the oh novelty my gosh. of if talking about Chad. That, we love to talk about Chad's on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up will be, oh, you have something else? I was just going to say, uh, if, if, we make, if we make it Liberia, I have a, a couple hookups. Okay. All right. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. You don't know any Chad's in the city? Up next is ICF Points. Who has them? How do you get them? And can we shame those with no points? Yes. <laughs> I personally will shame you. Um, it looks like some of the teams that are very high on that list right now, Midtown, Broad Ripple City, both over two points uh, in League One. And there's a team in League Two with also over two points. Two of them. Who's that, Jason? Man. Garfield and Southside. Wow. <laughs> what a shocker. Wow. What good leadership. Boop. Um, we just yeah. uh, toasted with our microphones. The fact that Hallville only has 0.5 points. Okay. It's not much. It's not much. But, I, but it might be enough to pass Heron Morton. It's more now because I gave double, double blood. blood. Double blood. I would say um, I just looked at the list and got a little nervous about the transit points because Pogues Run is hot on our heels. Are they? Yes. Pogues are coming in hot. Garfield here. at... Point six four. So those are still last week's numbers, right? Oh, but Pogues was at six one. Yeah, yeah. We did not have been added. right yeah, there. Yeah, this week has not been added. It'll be added like yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday. Wow. Um. Anyways, it's getting kind of competitive out there. What's yeah. uh What's a good way to make uh, some ICF points uh, this weekend, Carrie? Um. So we have a, an Indy City Football sponsored event, which is donating books for Indy Reads. And we will be posted up at Turketti's, our very generous, very cool, and very delicious sponsor of the podcast and also of Fountain Square. Now, are we going to try to uh, make plans right now 
to be there Saturday. Yeah, I'm going to be there. To unless record? To record. Do we know what time? Jordan, do you know what time this event is? Katie just sent it's it one in to a Slack. Three, one to three, right? Yeah, because I'm in a, I am in an adult Olympics from three to six, but the Ooh. events are like carrying an egg on a spoon, things like that. So I'll be able to go to Turkettis. <laughs> um, we'll be there. I think we could do a little podding. I think we should do our pod there. Just some light podding. I, I actually have a vintage baseball game right beforehand, so I'll be coming and Amazing. arriving nice and sweaty. Dressed in your old attire? Uh, yeah. Only, do it. Only if you do beg it. me. Do it. <laughs> Jason, get down on your knees. Yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's weird. I love it, though. Um, so what I would say is, yes, everyone come. But also, yes, it's going to Indie Reads. So just bring books you have around your house. I have my pile from last year, last season. I forgot to take them. And so I'm going to be showing up. We'll be there. Um, the Pod Squad will be signing autographs. That's oh, not yeah. true. We are uh, not important. A little inside if baseball. Last year, we got so many books. Carla and I had to put them in our garage. And we no longer have the garage. And now it's in the possession of... Carry so. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no side, garage wars. <laughs> That's right. Our snowmobile lives there now. Anyways, bring any books you have. It's going to Indie Reads. Indie Reads is a great organization. We love them. Um, stop by Turketti's between one and three. It's just like the best spot. Get some food. This get some Saturday. beverages. This Saturday, the twenty third. And we will sign autographs. I like that. I will not sign an autograph. Too loud, too loud. What do we got going on in the background? We have some dueling Singo. Singo, in case you don't know, is the dumbest game ever. (laughs) That is bingo with song music, but they tell you the title, so there is no skill required. Mm. Oh. We got to get out of here. Okay, so that's what's up this weekend. It's a great volunteer opportunity. You'll get NDC football points. The books are actually like a really good deal, like for points. Oh, for sure, for sure. A ton of points for your efforts. So show up, show out. Our next um, topic, look, the Indy 11, they've lost a lot yeah. recently. It's because they gonna... do not appropriately support women's rights in America. <laughs> you heard it here, not first, but not first. I believe in karma, and I think that's some of what's going on here. They're coming up against the third best team in the East, Memphis 901. That's their next game. And uh, you know what I want to talk about more? Revisiting the idea to get Indy City football into the U.S. Open Cup. What? <laughs> uh, that's a hell yes. We're in. Uh, we seriously, we're in. A hundred percent. We're we're. Uh, Charlie, we need you. Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Last year we looked into it. It's not that hard. It's not that expensive. We're gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, we just we just need somebody to take take ownership of that. Uh, I'll do it. There you go. I volunteer as tribute. It's, wow. Yeah. There's a big old there's, there's a big one old thing PDF. I know about you, Carrie. It's that you need more things on your. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. I mean, you know, it's fine. I'll sleep it's when been I'm dead. Four hundred and seventy three minutes since the Indy Eleven have scored a goal. Yeah. yeah. Indy Eleven score a goal. And seventy-three really minutes. The, do the Indy Eleven? <laughs> it's been compete in the Open Cup. This, oh, yeah. the Open Cup, of course. So we could have it's the potential of an team. Indy City football team playing. It has been exactly one month since one Indy Eleven scored a goal. Is that when I was there? <laughs> uh, no, this was an away game. That seems like an eternity ago. It 
It, the U.S. Open Cup is open to any yeah. soccer club it's in actually, the United States. It's actually pretty hard to get in. The, it's a lot harder than we think to get in the U.S. Open Cup because uh, for sure, yeah. But USL two teams only a certain amount go, and you have to like win your division. So like gonna, South Bend just qualified. They had to win eight to zero on the last day to qualify for U.S. Open Cup. Or no, they went to seven zero and they won eight zero. Think of the story though. We could have a Cinderella oh, yeah. story of this neighborhood soccer for good adult rec league. And do you want to know what would happen? What? No one would show up because they'd be on planned vacation and we'd get destroyed. <laughs> planned vacation. No one's showing no, up for this if, game. If anyone would have the chance to play the Dayton Flyers, I think they would show up to play the Dayton Flyers. I mean, if you're not showing up to play so Martindale, play. how are you going to show up no. to play? If you're not no, going to show wait, up to play No, Martindale. it's not the Dayton Flyers. It's the Dayton... Dutch Lions. Dutch Lions. Sorry, yeah. I'm going to do... The Dutch Lions. You, let's have an... This is our next league office meeting. We're figuring it out. Deal. Um, Carrie, did you fill in the uh, happening around town? Oh, I sure did. Glad you asked, but I need to see it because I don't remember. There's a lot going on in town this weekend, but here's some of my personal favorites. Um, the International Cycling History Conference... Is taking place at Monument Circle all weekend. If you're into cycling or history or both, check it out. Um, Clint Breeze and the Groove, one of my favorite local uh, bands, is playing at the Jazz Kitchen. Two shows on Saturday. There's not much that can get me out of my little Garfield Park hole, but that is sure one of them. Um, we'll be there. See you guys at the Jazz Kitchen. Uh, Micro Brewers Festival at Military Park is Saturday. Um, if you like beer festivals, this one's a good one. It's also the, one of the only big ones in India I've never been to. Um, I have no plans to go, but you guys should if you want. And that's the haps. Now, we can get into commissioner's talk. Commissioner's corner, if you sure. want to. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem with it. You know, it's loud in the background, but what's yeah. new? Yeah. It's ice cream trucks. It's people hollering at Fucking Chatham Tap. Who knows? Okay, so I'm going to try something. Um, while, while you're doing that, I just want to take a minute uh, as, a, as a crew to uh, say congratulations to uh, super fan, Indy City, uh, Indy City Football Live, super fan, Brian Cook. Uh, he's been in the hospital for a long uh, amount of time and uh, just got out. So, Brian, Brian yeah. Yay. Just want to thank you it. when you're feeling up to it we want to come and uh hang out with you and interview you and uh give you lots of beers you know when you're feeling up for it <laughs> so my concern is if you have an intentional handball that stops what would have been a goal referee discretion if it's a yellow card it doesn't disincentivize you from doing it if there's no penalty kick either so at some point in like the tournament if a defender gets behind the goalie and he's the only one there and they shoot it there's no reason for him not to just catch it instead of using his feet because all he's going to do is come off for a yellow card, talk to somebody, and go right back on. There's no real penalty for that. There should be an automatic red card at ref's discretion if he thinks it was going to go in the goal. And who are we? Uh, who is that question from? That question comes from Nicholas Moline from Hallville CD. Yeah, okay. So, Nicholas, uh, appreciate your question. Uh, Thanks you are, for calling in, Nicholas. Yeah, you're... <laughs> You're not wrong. That uh, by rule, that should be a red card. I, I got the chance to talk to the referee afterwards, and uh, he felt in his judgment uh, that he was uh, <clears throat> offering uh, a break 
to the other team, which is in his right to do. It's a, a, sure. a referee judgment call. And as commissioner, uh, my answer for a referee will almost – I mean, you can, you can certainly – uh, put in an official complaint and we will deal with that from an administrative standpoint but uh, unless you are making an official complaint the referee owns the game uh, and we it is very rare that we're going to step in like any other actual league For it's sure. very rare that we're going to step in and overrule uh, we don't yet have a VAR call into a New York <laughs> sort of situation. Uh, we can do that next season. Uh, it'll we just do be have people in New York, so <laughs> let us know when yeah. you want to make the connection. It'll we just can be call someone in New York and ask them <laughs> to judge on something they have not seen. We're willing to do that. It'll just be three three thousand dollars <laughs> per uh, per entry uh, to play next year. Um, so I think the referee's prob- probably uh, in his judgment call. Not probably. I know. Was uh, was offering uh, a lesser penalty uh, to a person instead of because it's rec- recreational soccer, trying to give a person the, uh, a, a penalty without actually like ruining the rest of their night. For sure, yeah. And what what is the? Can we just recap what a yellow card is? You get a yellow card first half. What happens? Yeah, so it's a little it's a little harsher in our league uh, than in a normal uh, soccer situation, and that is that. Um, that you basically are required to leave the field mm-hmm. and come and talk to a league official. If I'm not refereeing, that's going to be me 90% of the time. Uh, and it's that's actually less harsh than it used to be. It used to be uh, you would have to sit for the rest of the half. Um, and but after they talk to you, they can come back on. Yes. Yeah, so as it is now, we sort of we sort of changed that rule to come and talk to a league official, and basically that's designed. Uh, to be able to cool somebody down if they're if they're heated, right? Mm-hmm. So ninety percent of the time, it was like it was a soccer foul. I didn't mean to do it. So sorry. Yeah. Like whatever. Not not a big deal. But there's that ten percent of time where people are like, oh, I don't know what oh, the yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, we basically, uh, as a rule, hear them out, listen to them, take the time to let that that adrenaline <laughs> cool down, that cortisol cool down, uh, and make a judgment call on whether to when to allow them, if to. If oh, to allow them at all. Now, uh, what, do they get to have a sub come in for them? Uh, by rule, and I, I know this because we uh, made an incorrect call last year, uh, and that is that you can uh, have a sub. Now, um, we made that uh, that call incorrectly in a Hallville game. Uh-huh. Uh, no, trust me. Uh-huh. I know. Uh, I know you were, <laughs> Because yeah, this yeah. is where all this has come from. And, and Cole actually was, uh, was uh, the guy who called it out. But I will say... That was a new rule. Sure. So previously, when someone was out for the half, you did have to play down for the whole game. And in, I can't remember, was it was a playoff game or it was a... It play- was a playoff game. It was a playoff game. Uh, in the heat of that moment, uh, the appeal was made to me, commissioner, mm-hmm. uh, and I made the rule or made the judgment call based on what the rule had been for years, but Before. had been changed... Uh, and Cole, thankfully, was there, you know, live looking up the uh, the, the rules the rule book, yeah. and made the adjustment. So it was only a temporary mistake, sure. but uh, it obviously, like, potentially had, had an impact on the game. Now, so. if, um, say, we up that to a red card, okay, they're out for the rest of the game, a red and card, they have to play down. A red card is treated like it is in, the, in a FIFA okay. rule. So uh, you are playing down at that point. Um and a red card also prompts an actual meeting with uh, with the league and a, and a, 
an automatic review uh, mm-hmm. of what happened uh, and potentially uh, I mean we do we'll, we will occasionally give uh, an administrative yellow card or an administrative red card uh, you know we actually did that quite a bit last year because people were being weird uh, we have done that far less this year because we sort of solved that problem <laughs> on the invitations uh, mm-hmm. to who could come and who could not. Um, but for the most part, I mean, the league always retains the right, uh, honestly, to, to just weed out uh, jerky behavior, right? That's that's really it. Yeah. And, and kind of like we were talking about, uh, you know, Cole was talking about him getting a little heated. It really matters a lot. It, shit happens. We're humans. It's, it's a contact sport. But it really matters a lot what we do next. Yes. Uh, and I have learned in nine years of doing this in a, in a league where, like, we have a built-in conflict. Like, we're not going to invite you back or we'll kick you out mm-hmm. if you're, like, uh, you know, ruining other people's experiences. Um, you know, most people, when we have that conversation about what it means to be in community and what we're trying to go for, most people will say, you know what? You know, I'm sorry I didn't know, or I'm sorry, like my adrenaline was up, or, or whatever, and we'll make that adjustment, and then we're good. Uh, there's a another 10% of people who will like escalate from there and like start cursing me out or my wife out and, and that sort of thing. Uh, and honestly, I I appreciate that because it's an easy, you know what, man, yeah. this is this is not the league for you. So, uh, yeah, it's a long-winded answer, no, but but that's uh, that's where we're at. As we're getting closer to playoffs, these are questions that people have. Very so. important, very important, right? And, as uh, we as we know, both uh, the incentive of playoffs uh, uh, gives gets people more excited to do the volunteerism things to earn points for their team, but also like uh, it, it it just yeah. uh, puts that adrenaline up a little bit more too. So, and for everyone else on the podcast with me, if you have the recording on your phone, just look. Have them ask that question. We can bring it right yeah. to the board. <laughs> there so. you go. There you go. And I try. You know, this year I've I've really only refereed uh, twice in emergency mm-hmm. situations. Ninety uh, percent of the time, I'm on call, available sure. to to uh, figure something out. So if you, you know, if if you are a manager, obviously they're all instructed to like check themselves out of the game and come talk to us. But if you're a player and your manager's like not doing something like. This is a community. Check yourself out. Come talk to us. Uh, we try to make things right when we can. For sure. Because, uh, you know, things we're all humans. Things don't go perfectly. Uh, so feel free to come and seek us out and uh, figure out next steps. All right. Uh, we're moving on to some not soccer sports talk, Woo! which means NASCAR at this point. Cole, you want to talk about some IndyCar racing, some NASCAR racing? <clears throat> NASCAR this week was in New Hampshire. Yes. Winner gets that big-ass lobster. Uh-huh. Christopher Bell coming out winning. Indiana native, right? Is he? I think so. Very unexpectedly getting a win there at the end. Um, this is a race Martin Truex Jr. like dominated. But with the stage system in NASCAR, the best car like rarely wins rarely <laughs> the wins. race. Uh, so there's a little messed up there. But crazily like what's crazy about this is that is the 14th uh different race winner in nascar this year and uh we are quickly approaching there's only 16 right now there's only 16 um people that get in the playoffs for nascar and it's always been a given if you win a race you're in the playoffs christopher bell is not from indiana i was thinking of someone else uh 
but if you win a race, you get in the playoffs. Technically, but, you should be, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. But if right now they're at 14 and 16 people are in, so if three, three more, more win. people win, then a team person who won is not get the playoffs, which is crazy. Sure is. Um, and then, so that was on USA at three. Right after the IndyCar. no, or no, same time. Same time. Same also time. at three, IndyCar. Tell yes. us about that. IndyCar race. They were up in Toronto. Uh, first time at this track since 2019. The pandemic canceled the last two races there. Oh. Um, over half of the drivers had never been to Toronto in an IndyCar. Wow. They'd been some in Indy Lights and some other series, but for an IndyCar, half the field had never been there before. Um, uh, it was an interesting race, a good race. They went for a long, long run, green run um, through the middle. Scott Dixon wins. Uh, he's got the uh, 52nd career win, tying amazing. Mario Andretti on the all-time records list. Wow. And the only person ahead of them is 67 wins, A.J. Foyt. And I don't think Dixon's passing that. I don't think Dixon's going to pass that. But this is also like the 18th season in a row he's won a race, something crazy like that. Um, Scott Dixon's a very good driver, and he's now currently in the championship hunt. Scott Dixon points. had the best car at the 500. He did and by far. Even in by his, far in his like victory interview, he apologized to the team for losing at Indy because he, he knows he's the one who lost at Indy. He was the it was the was the he sped in the pit. Yep, that was it. He had by far the best car. I remember saying during the race, I was like, if he doesn't win this race, it'll be a crime. And he was like, he led for like 10 more. And then everyone around me was like, yep. And then yep. he didn't win. Nope. Now, uh, Marcus Erickson, who yeah. did win the Indianapolis 500 this year, still leads the points. Because that's what, a triple point event? Double point. Double point. So he's 35 points ahead of Will Power, 37 ahead of Alex Pillow, and Newgarden and Scott Dixon are both 44 points behind. I thought uh, Colton Herta had a good race as well. He did. Uh, right after his F1 test, which I'm hearing yeah, yeah. was very impressive. It was. That's what I hear. Uh, I wasn't there. But so how many people, there's like half of IndyCar is competing for this one that Formula One spot that people are, that the guy who's currently in the position says he's not going anywhere? <laughs> That's what it seems like right now. Um, we'll see where Danny Rick goes if he comes over to IndyCar. If uh, he stays in Formula One. If uh, Polo does not race next year, if he goes to Formula One, uh, if he goes to IndyCar and Rosenquist goes to Formula E, I mean, there's a chance Rosenquist has a better year than Pato right now. What if um, Rosenquist finished on the podium this week? What if Polo's both contracts are voided, so he's in stuck and he has to go to like NASCAR or something because no one will take him? There is a chance that he will not be in any series next year. There's no, he would, he would go to – you can race in NASCAR and have a different contract. Well, yeah, but there's a chance Ganassi will buy him out. His contract saying, here's your money. You're not racing anywhere. Wow. That could happen. It's happened once before, but never at this kind of level of driver. We're in crazy territory here. Now, we do have uh, seven more races in the car season. we got two in Iowa uh, this weekend. Double header, yep. Then we're back to the Indy Road Course, which I know we're going to be a part of. And it is a doubleheader that day with the Xfinity race on Saturday. Yes. Now, I did have something messed up in there. We're going to have to talk about our scheduling. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, that's even better because we were yeah. going to be 
we were all going to do it in one day, one long stretch. We're going to spl- split that up a bit. Um, after the Indy Grand Prix, we were going to Nashville Road Course, downtown streets of Nashville, St. Louis, uh, small oval like Iowa, Portland Road Course, and then Laguna Seca to is, finish off the season. Is Iowa double oval? Yeah, double oval. A 250-mile race and a 300-mile race. What's the point? You should, if you're going to do a double header, it's got to be one road, one oval. Well, they just have an oval there in Iowa. So. Why would you do a double and oval on the same weekend? I would say weekend. All right. Hy-Vee's a sponsor, and that's what they won. They're headquartered out of Iowa. So. Okay. And we need more ovals on the schedule anyway. So. Right, but two ovals in the same weekend. I mean, One's a day. I believe one's a day, one's a night. So it could be different. I mean, I bet you there will be different winners, but like, if you do really well in the first race... Don't change a thing on yeah. your car, yeah. But it's also a small oval. It's short track racing. So you never know what's going to happen. Speaking of short track, I think I saw, what was it, Tony Kanan on the dirt oval at IMS today? Really? I didn't see that. Me, yeah. No. Still, yes. No, no, no. Talking about dirt racing that we're going to go watch. Uh, oh, speaking of dirt racing we're going to go watch, I did actually create a Facebook account to try to become friends with this guy doing Yard Cart Nationals. They raced uh, this past Saturday at I don't know where because everything is secret, but we are going to go to one of those races this year. Amen. Uh, we still have, where do we have left? We have the 30 Seconds of Bachelor yeah, recap. Yeah, yeah. Carrie, 30 Seconds of Bachelor recap. I don't need headphones. I'm just going to go. But also, I need 30 seconds on the clock. Shot to the heart, and you're too late, darling, in love, Okay, so the deal is that there are two bachelorettes this season, which is a little bonkers, but it's different than the last time they did it with Caitlin and Britt. It's Rachel and Gabby. I call her Cabby because I swear that's what she said the first time last season. They're quote-unquote best friends, and I actually think they might be, and it's not just for the knack. But they're dating the same men, and no one can figure out how that's going to work or what the deal is going to be. But basically, all the guys are goofy. Some of them are hot. Some of them are not. Cabby and Rachel are best friends. Rachel's a pilot. Cabby's a nurse. And then also, they sent three guys home, including the set of twins. Good. Thank you, Carrie. I think that, uh, does that now finish up our podcast? I think that concludes the podcast for tonight. I think we're done. We just got one more picture of Bush Light, so we're going to enjoy that. And uh, So if there's anything else we need to record, we'll just turn the recorder back on. Yep. I want to thank Turketti's. Thank you, Turketti's, for sponsoring. And I want to thank Behringer's for hosting. For sure. The Bush Light was fresh and on point. The service was on point. The uh, hand dryers are loud and powerful. <laughs> and Singo is, seems to be as annoying as Carrie says it is. It, it's trivia, oh, it's night, trivia night, and that is one of my least favorite nights to be at a restaurant. This is also why I don't go out, because during the week, everyone's trying to get people there, and I just want to eat food and leave. Um, but thank you, Behringer's. Thank you, Jacquetti's. Vote yes for Indy Cup. Vote yes for Indy Cup. And um, have a great week, everybody. All right. See you Thursday. See you on Thursday. Bye, everybody. See ya. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly 
would then really do for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this.